I'm going to want to talk about this because I want to praise the Lord for what He done for me. They're on our they're on our way to explain what happened to me as, as the Lord touched me and, and took care of these things. Charity went in the hospital and, and a lot of pain in her side. Charity went to the hospital with a lot of pain in her side. And so I took her there and she went upstairs. They put her to sleep, pain pills. And I've been having, having pains in my chest, but just light pains, just light pains in the chest every once in a while for the last three or four weeks. So I figured they was panic, panic attacks. So I went downstairs to the emergency room and I said, ask the guy, how do I tell these panic attacks or it's, you know, something to do with my heart? And he said, well, you don't. He said, you've got tests you have to run to see what it is. And he said, do you want to be checked out? And I said, oh, it's just, it's just hurting lightly. And he said, no. He said, since you're down here, we're, it was, there was nobody there. Emergency room at 3 o'clock in the morning and nobody there, that was amazing all by itself. But they took me in, and they run the cardiogram on me, and it was irregular, and, and they turned around and took my blood pressure. And it was somewhere around, uh, around 215 to 137. So they said, well, you, they just took me back and put me in a room and started giving me stuff to try to bring my heart rate down. And, 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 but my pulse was very low. It was around 45 to 50 at the highest. So they done some kind of scope. They go up in the heart and check your bounce because they asked uh, for a... Uh, the uh, heart surgeon to t take a look at him, and Becky, my niece, or my, my yeah, <laughs> daughter-in-law. Daughter I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Was there with me, and then she had her phone on, and, and everybody was up with Charity, her sister, and Amy, and, and Connie, and, and some others up there, so they could hear what the doctor had to say, and he said. I'm sorry, I've got bad news for you. And I said, what's wrong? He says, well, where these blockages are, past that is all dead veins. He says, I have no place to bypass. So there's absolutely nothing he could do for me. Well, that, he was just telling me I was going to die. And, of course, I was, I couldn't hardly think, I was clouding up and everything, and, and uh, everybody heard this up at the room and everything, and, it, and I was highly uh, scared. I didn't want to die. I truly didn't want to die. I had things I wanted to do. I didn't want to die. So Sue called her congregation, and then we called Eric and, and, and Summit, and they all started praying for me. Now I woke up the next morning, and the lady uh, come down to see me, and she says, I was looking at your cardiogram, and she says, they are a possibility, not much, but a possibility they could put one stint in me, 
and help a little bit. It was in what they call the Widowmaker vein, and that would help me some. But he didn't, she didn't know how much. And did I want to try? I said, yeah, I want to try. And I'm still just, all the things that's running in your head at that time, I, well, what about your wife? What about the kids? What about everything? It's just so much stuff running your head. And, and, and So we went ahead and... Uh, I'm skipping a few things, but went ahead and went into surgery. And uh, I come out and everything was laying there in bed. And she come in and she's just smiling complete. She says, you cannot believe this. I cannot see how this world has happened. She says, I couldn't, I put four stints in you. I could not see this for, you should have met one at the most but gave you four stints I put in there the doctor said that you know as I went to him he said you know my restrictions later on he said my restrictions is done whatever I'd done before this was found I've got it back they told me I was going to die I had no chance what chance they gave me was very little with the other thing, but I firmly believe the prayers of all the people that prayed for me is why I'm standing here today. That God answered them prayers and kept me here. I don't know what reason for or anything else, but I know what one. I'm going to sure tell everybody I can and, and praise him for what he's done for me. If I wouldn't have had him to go to at that time in tears, I'd have been lost. But he was there with me. I could talk to him. I could set my feelings out and, and everything. And, and God surely answered my prayers that day. I want to thank each and every one of you so very much for the prayers that you gave and the faith that you had that, that, that prayers would work. Sometimes we don't get our prayers answered the way we wanted them to. But that day I surely did. Please turn to James chapter 5. Jay went from a place of great fear... Because nothing could be done to a glimmer of hope when a different surgeon said, maybe I can put one stent in. He held on to that hope and in the meantime is praying. The rest of us were praying. And then to come out and uh, be able to praise God today because not just one stent happened to get placed but three others through that Widowmaker vein, and I got to see the video of it, where that, <laughs> when they're shooting the image, uh, I guess what the same image the doctors are looking at when they're doing that through the angiogram, they were able to put those three stents in, and that, that Widowmaker vein, it was like it came to life. And, uh, and, it, and it did give Jay life. And I thank God that he's here. Uh, because God's got much use for him still in this life and much use for each one of you here. 
And we're going to talk about what Jay wanted to talk about was prayer. He went from a place of fear, and then through prayer, God brings him peace. And so we're going to be praying in a moment, but we want to focus on what prayer does for us. James chapter 5, verse 13, it says, Is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. Is anybody suffering? And I would say, Jay, you've probably been, you've, you've had other times when you feared for your life a little bit, didn't you? Haven't you? You've, I've never had that, but Jay's had that a couple of times at least before because of car accidents. Um, so he had a place of fear. He knew what it was like a little bit, but he, he came back to that place of fear when the suffering comes. Each one of us has times when we have fear. When we are suffering, we go through difficulties. And the reason Jay a couple weeks ago, he came up and said, can I say something to the congregation? I said, no. Save it. Maybe it's a sermon is what I was thinking. He'd wait until next week or, and then I was thinking it might be a sermon. So Jay shared his testimony today of his fear through prayer turned to some peace in his life. God answering his prayer. We all go through times like that when we need prayer. We all have times of fear, times of suffering, times of difficulty, whether it's financial, emotional, physical things that we go through. And so many times those things can be linked together and happen all at once. Relational things that happen. Suffering is something we all know. So many of you out here sitting here today you're, you're hoping for God to come through like for you like he came through for Jay. Is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. Continuing in the verse. Is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. Is any among you sick? i got to pause here for a moment. James chapter 5, this right here, this particular verse and the next few are some of the most disputed in the Scripture. So I'm just going to pose to you because I'm not preaching long today. I just want to pose to you that you can translate that. Is any among you sick physically? But there is, if you look up that word and you look up other places, the same word is weak. The main root of the word is The main meaning is weak. So it could possibly be weak in faith, weak spiritually, struggling emotionally. You're struggling with your faith. You're struggling to, you're wondering if God's going to come through or not. And there is a connection with just physical, emotional, spiritual suffering. All those things kind of come together. So, verse 14 again. Is any among you weak? Struggling. Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. 
Now, I tend to lean towards the idea that this is a weakness, a weak in faith, a person, this is a spiritual struggle that the church is aware of, and the elders go and they're trying to restore this this one and raise him up from his, his a deathbed spiritually and bring him back to life. And I believe that mostly because then it says if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. One who is spiritually weak, being raised up. I think this could, it's very could possibly be all in the context of physical illness. It could be vague because it could be applied both ways. But the point is prayer. Elders come and pray. Somebody's weak, pray. Somebody's sick, pray. Verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. This is one of those verses I I like the old King James. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Good things happen through prayer. The Bible is filled with people who prayed and God heard them, listened to them, and gave them what they needed. Verse 17 is an example of that. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was just a physical person like us. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the sky poured rain, And the earth produced its fruit. Is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. My dear friends, my family. Jay's the one who always talks about family, isn't he? We're a family. He's telling us this story because he wants us to pray for one another. His request is this, that we would pray for those of the congregation who need prayers. Several of the men have agreed to do this. So I want um, uh, the men who have agreed to do this, go ahead and come forward. The first uh, who is going to be uh, praying, Ryan, I want to I let you go ahead and pray first. So Ryan's going to pray first. The other gentleman, will, um, I'll go second. And then Richard uh, Prince and Keith, come on down. Keith, you can go. Um, you can go. Keith, you can go after me. It'll be Ryan, Eric, Keith. Go ahead and come on up here, and we're gonna go. We're just gonna stand by the microphone, then we'll slide this way. So I'll stand here. Ryan's gonna start. We're gonna pray for these folks. Go ahead and come on through here, Keith. Come on over here, and then we'll be in the right order here, and it'll. Hopefully makes sense. We're going to pray for the people of the congregation who need it. We're going to be praying for some people who are online. We're going to be praying for people who have physical needs and spiritual needs. And we kind of have that uh, separated between uh, the, which way we're going. And I will, um, I will feel Richard Jones was going to pray for Brother Jay and Sister Charity. And I will do that. And then Jay will close with a prayer and offer the invitation. So as you pray... In the name of Christ, then just slide the other direction. So we're going to pray. We believe in prayer. One thing I was going to say, and I got just a second. 
couple of weeks ago, I said that our spiritual gifts are done. Or the, excuse me, the spiritual, the miraculous spiritual gifts, they're done. They're gone. I believe that. Nobody comes and is going to lay hands on you and miraculously heal you because they laid their hands on you. But we still believe in the power of prayer and the power of God to do things, the power of God to act because we, as his righteous and chosen people, are praying on others' behalf and for things to happen. So Ryan's going to begin with with a prayer, and then we'll continue down the line here. Let's pray. Dear God, we come before you now in prayer for a number of things. We pray for we pray for things every day, but at this time we want to focus on certain needs of this congregation and the needs of your people. We thank you for the growth that this congregation has had in recent times. We thank you for bringing us our brother our brother, our brother, and our sister. We thank you for adding them to your kingdom through this congregation and as part of this congregation. It seems that one of the uh, common times for people to fall away is just a short time after they've become part of the body, much like the seed that falls on rocky places, which Jesus spoke of perhaps because they lack depth of knowledge to remain solid in the faith. If that might be the case, help our new believers to have that depth of their depth of faith and knowledge to remain true, to seek knowledge from your word, and to hold fast to the teaching found therein. We also know that everybody faces challenges in this life. Some face much more severe challenges than others, but it seems as if Satan often specifically targets those young in the faith, choking out their faith with the thorns of this world. If that might be something that our new brothers and sisters struggle with, give them the strength to persevere and not be overtaken by the weeds that spring up in this life and form a wedge between them and you. Whether by dragging people back into old habits or hitting them with physical challenges or health problems or financial pressure or whatever possible vulnerability a person might have, Satan seems to be able to find it and try to exploit it. Help our, our, new, our new family members to use the shield of faith to extinguish the fiery darts of the evil one. We ask that you strengthen each of these new Christians. Help them to find strength in your word. Help them to find ways through whatever struggles they may encounter. We know from your word that you will not let them be tempted beyond what they can bear, so help them to find the way of escape promised in your word so that they can endure each temptation they face every single day. Help them to rid themselves of every obstacle and the sin that so easily entangles each one of us, as the Hebrew writer said. Help them to run the race with endurance, persevering under trial, as James said, so that each of them will one day receive the crown of life promised to those who love you. Please give them the strength to face each day, each challenge, each temptation, growing daily in the faith, looking forward to an eternity in heaven with you. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father, we come and we 
We're grateful that you've given us this opportunity to be able to pray for one another. And we pray for those who have had great physical difficulties of late. We, we thank you, Father, that you have been working to heal many. You bring us through many things, and you design our bodies to do great and glorious things. But we, uh, the power to heal, but we know that all, all of that comes from you. And you are the one who decides whether we uh, are raised up from our illnesses and afflictions. You're the one who decides whether we will heal physically or not. Father, we thank you that um, for who has uh, finally got her arm healed up and that it is doing well, and she's without a cast finally. We praise you for that. We thank you, dear God, that has uh, has been able to come back today and that her wound is healing. We pray that you'd continue to be with her and uh, make her well physically and just continue to be with her in all the struggles that she faces and the worries and problems that uh, surround her and her family. Father, uh, we thank you that is back with us, and though he's experienced much and is, is still experiencing difficulties from that concussion, I pray, Lord God, that you would help him, help his body to heal, help his, his mind to be uh, fully well again. Lord God, we pray uh, for uh, Lord God, she's been through much. They've been through illness, and she's been through, uh, had issues with her hearing uh, much of her life. And so, Father, now we pray that that surgery that she had a couple of weeks ago, that it will do its good work. Lord God, we pray that you will provide her with the hearing in that ear that she would have her hearing fully back and she's waiting for the first signs of that still that her hearing will return. Lord God, we pray and we ask you that you would provide that for her and that she would have no further problems the rest of her life with that ear or the other. Lord God, bless her and help her. Lord God, we pray for We ask you to be with dear God. Help her uh, right now as she was so excited just recently to learn of a pregnancy. And now is suffering the loss. Please be with her. Be with be with the children. Help them through this, dear God. Father, I pray that you'd be with one of our new members of our family. And such a joy to have with us and has experienced so many health issues uh, before he came to us and even since he's been to us. And Lord God uh, now has suffered an injury to his back uh, when an injection was made and has really hurt him and crippled him. And I pray, God, that there would be a solution and an answer and that he would regain his strength. Help him, dear God. Help him with all the issues that he faces with his sight. I pray, Father, that this uh, opportunity to restore his vision, it will be done and be done well. Please help him, dear God. Uh, Please, uh, Father, be with 
Lord God, we thank you so much that you have brought them through, both of them through grave danger. Uh, Both with possible uh, conditions that could have taken their lives from us on this earth. And Lord God, thank you for bringing back with us today. Thanks for restoring Jay. Thanks for those four stints and the ones who, the hands who helped accomplish that. Father, we also pray for our loved ones who are dealing with issues. I pray, God, that you be with Father. Please be with Please be with And, uh, Father, we pray for Terrence. And there's so many loved ones that we have that have cancer and conditions, and we pray for them all. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Shall we pray? Our Father, we're in heaven. We uh, want to take time now to uh, say a little prayer for all those that have been un- unable to be with us here recently. Uh, we know our congregation is not very big right now, and we just hope that we can grow. So anytime that somebody's not here, we miss them dearly. So we definitely want to say a prayer for everybody that's not been able to be with us here recently. So we want to remember my grandma. Uh, uh, I know I know that she wants to be here every Sunday. I know that every she talks about church every single day. She loves God and she loves everybody in this congregation. And I know that she wants to be here. And she says every week that she's going to come, so hopefully we can get her back soon. Um, we also want to remember... Um, And uh, many, many others who wasn't mentioned right now, you know who they are and you know their needs. And uh, we just missed them all. And we want our congregation to grow. And uh, so be with us all and help us to live our lives according to your will. Uh, we have this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father. As we continue our prayer, there's so many among us that we want to remember. Father, we pray for and his health. He has struggled with so many issues and his faith. Has been an inspiration. We pray for and we pray for his son who is so ill and has little prospect to recover. We pray that your will would be done. We pray. That you would be with the whole family with and and his brother and the whole family 
that you would comfort them and strengthen them. Father, we give thanks for prayers that have been answered. And we put before you all those, there are many that we know of and many have needs that no one knows about but you. And we pray that you would keep us constant in prayer and that you would strengthen us. Father, we pray for the state of the world. May we always remember that you're in charge and that your will be done. In Jesus' name do we pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive my sins and my shortcomings. Dear Lord, I know there are a lot and I'm, and I'm striving to do better. So dear Lord, forgive me for these things. And dear Lord, at this time I ask for that you consider me a righteous man. Dear Lord, we know that James tells us that righteous man prayers means greatly. And dear Lord, as I pray this day, and as we all prayed this day, for the people in our congregation and, and friends and family, dear Lord, let it be so. So dear Lord, be with Frederick as he struggles in so many ways. Dear Lord, be with him as, and as he fell last night. And dear Lord, be with him to overcome this weakness always keeping the faith. Dear Lord, this is a righteous man. He strives to do everything that he can in his, in his ways to be a better person, showing you the love and understanding he has for you. And, and he shows that through the way he acts and does. It's an inspiration for each and every one of us to be better people. Dear Lord, be with and her family is there facing trials. Remind them that all they need is to come to you with their troubles and their burdens and things will be easier. Dear Lord, be with them as they're both not in well shape. Be with them and give them the things that they need to overcome. And dear Lord, Be with each and every one of us, everybody in this building, everybody in, the, in this congregation. Dear Lord, I ask you to be with them and help them. So many we haven't mentioned here today, there's always in our hearts and our minds. Dear Lord, be with these men standing here today. Help them overcome the obstacles in their lives and be strong. Dear Lord, these people that we gathered here together with every Sunday has gave each and every one of us a different type of strength from each and every one of 
So, dear Lord, we thank you for these things. Thank you for what you've done for each and every one of us. And, dear Lord, thank you so much that you enabled me to be here this day and strive the things that I know to please you. Dear Lord, we all love you. We all thank you for these things. And, dear Lord, if there's anything that I missed, bring it to me and let me come to you again in prayer. These things we ask in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. At this time, if there anybody that needs to purge the church or needs to join the body of Christ in baptism, we ask you to come forward when we sing a song. <laughs>